Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everyone. It's the V, the Grill Economist, coming to you live on this edition of V is for Velez. Velez is with us. He is the dark raven of the deep state. He is one of the most prolific minds I have ever encountered in this space. And he's going to, he has a knack for keeping us focused on things that many, many people miss. And, and, pattern identification of what is really happening behind the scenes so it's very very valuable have your notebooks le- ready we're going to be going through a lot of stuff today and with that being said if you guys need to get a hold of velas you can email cj and cj's out today is his birthday i think he's taking the day off um you can email cj cj at roguenews.com and uh, he can let you in the discord link and the discord is where velas lurks and with that being said velas what's going on buddy good morning how are you Hey, brother. Uh, how are you feeling after your recovery or your ongoing recovery? My ongoing recovery. Well, I got a lot of my motion back on my right bicep. Uh, it's still torn. I met with the orthopedic surgeon on Wednesday. And, of course, they're going to be like, you know, surgery, 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 surgery. I'm just going to rehab it. Um, the, um, I mean, the, the, dude, let me show you this. The guy that I'm working with, right, the orthopedic that I'm working with, let me see if I can uh, bring him up here. Uh, well, yeah, anyway, I can't find him anywhere. But anyway, the orthopedic guy that I'm working with, his name is uh, uh, Dr. Sam Spinelli. Um, amazing. He's a he's trained professional athlete, Olympic-level lifter. Uh, the guy deadlifts 600 pounds. Uh, he does pull-ups with 115 pounds attached to him. He weighs about 230 pounds. He is a um, he has a torn bicep, and he's rehabbed not only himself but several other clientele because when you when you you know when you do surgery, you have a, a thirty uh, you know there's a third of a percentage of people that have the surgery they don't have full elbow range of motion especially elbow uh, uh, flexion right it's a, it's, a, it's a big problem then you know the surgery is only 76% successful you, the the, the potential is always there of hitting a nerve where you get numbness uh, you can lose uh, movement uh, in your thumb or your pinky and i'm like what the hell is this you know and if i could just rehab it back and get you know 99.999% of my strength back i'm fine with it you know so my bicep is a little bit higher and even surgery you know it 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 doesn't Make it look perfect, either. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, all right, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm skipping surgery. There's, there's no way. I'm, especially I'm going through the list of side. Yeah, I did a, I did a partial tear uh, in middle school of a thigh muscle, mm. and 
that's why when you described what happened, I'm like, oh, I so feel what you're dealing with. Um, and in my case, they were like, there's no, you know, if it was a, if it was a 100% tear, they're like, we'd have to cut you open. But yeah, and here's the funny they part. said, no, there's enough. Go ahead. I still have fibers that are attached. There's still some fibers that are attached to it. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm just, just let it heal, you know? Yeah, and that's what my doctor told me. He's He said there's enough there that he said it'll grow back, but it'll, you know, you're going to go through a lot of twingy pain as your body rebuilds that area. And I started I started riding my bike again, I think, six months later to start rebuilding. Yep. And it was just, you know, it's like what you're, you're dealing with. It's a process. Yep. But, exactly. uh, well, good morning, everybody, from the ice cube of the Midwest. Bro, my... Uh, that was some... Ex- my, my door <laughs> some exciting weather last night. <laughs> it, it, it's last night. It's still ongoing. It's like the the wind is ridiculous. It's negative thirty wind chill. Negative thirty, negative forty wind chill. Uh, my doorknob was actually frozen this morning. I was like, I couldn't. Literally, ice was forming on my doorknob on the inside of my home. I've never seen that. Oh before. yeah. Oh yeah. We've we. I have a I have a snow drift up against my my front door, and of course, typical of the Midwest, it's it's supposed to be fifty five by Wednesday, <laughs> so. I, we'll I see, gotta, but yeah, I was. I got I want to share this with you. I, I just got a an email from Nancy and Paul Pelosi. Mm. They sent me their Christmas card. I don't, did you get the mm. Did you get the Christmas card from Nancy and Paul? I don't think I did. Oh man! Well, I got it. Here it is. There's Nancy, <laughs> and there's Paul right there, and, and from the, yeah, Merry Christmas from Paul, Nancy, and the gang. Yeah. I think uh, uh, that Pappy character is somewhere back here. I think there he is, right there. Yeah. Uh, I I posted to Discord yesterday the one of of uh, Biden walking down the hallway with Zelensky and in Hunter running in naked. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, oh, that's funny. So well, uh, you know, we, and it's we've been we we've been blowing up Discord the last couple of days. So my sure. uh, my thanks to the to all of you out there. <laughs> so I was going to get into some, some options and, and solutions and things today. V's got some uh, websites lined up for us a little later that, that I sent last night. A um, couple of items before we get into that. Uh, my thanks yet again to one of our, our listeners uh, who told me about the show Inside Job, of which I knew nothing. Um, and of course, I reached out to a couple of people and said, holy shit, have you seen this show Inside Job? And they're looking at me going, dude, how could you have not been watching Inside Job? Now, what the hell is Netflix? Inside Job? Now, anim- I want to know. It's it's an animated show. It's a comedy. But it's it it literally is about one of the groups that run the world. Oh, wait, and it's, wow. It, and it opens with this guy who's drunk with a beard standing outside the White House, and there's the normal kind of exactly what you think she is, woman with a bullhorn as the little kids are walking past the White House. And she's like, this is where one of the three branches of government, and the guy's like, it's all bullshit. It's all run by people behind the scenes. You don't even know who the hell they are. And so his his daughter shows up and is like, come on, Dad. Uh, stop with all your conspiracy shit. And she gets her dad in the car as he's, he's got the bottle in his hand, and she throws these like little America buttons out to the kids. And as they're driving down the road, they, they go into a place called Cognito, and it has the logo of um, Cyberdyne Systems on it. Oh. And like they are in they are in competition with with the Illuminati 
who are sexier and more Hollywoodized and, and more fun. And like all the, the German industrialists, you know, with, with their yeah. expensive clothes are all part of the Illuminati and Cognito is, is very insecure about that. And all the groups are run by like this shadow council of these guys wearing these masks and stuff. But like, I have a relative who works for NASA and I said, I was like, you've got to see the episode about NASA and Von Braun. I'm like, I just, I had to stop. What I was crying so hard. I was laughing. It's on Netflix. Inside job. And, Wow. Yeah. And then I, uh, what do you call it? I just binged the whole thing in a week. And uh, there was an episode about how U.S. elections are actually managed by major media organizations. And they have all the, like, they the movie They Live with all the subliminal messages that are being pumped to the public through. The sh- I mean, God. holy shit. Wow. <laughs> the Dude, they actually let this out. <laughs> oh, there's a third season coming. That's the best part. Whoa, um, third, wow. There's, I thought this was a season in. There's already two and one coming, huh? Yeah. It's wow. just it, oh god. You you got it. You got to watch it, folks. It's it's unbelievable and it's right up our alley. I mean, it is literally a, like it's it's one of those things where like it's animated, so it's like our running joke here on Rogue that that the, the only source of real information we have left is South Park. Uh, as of right now, it's South Park and Inside Job. Um, but there's stuff in there that like they're they're joking and they're making fun, but it's like it's just enough that you're like, yeah, but wait a minute. <laughs> You know, it's like that. That feels that feels right, uh, and you, you you especially have to pay attention to what's going on in the background because there's like posters and so they have a they have a shopping mall underneath one of the globalist groups where like all the stores and stuff are like conspiratorially minded. Like like one of the places sells chicken that'll cure cancer and <laughs> all shit. this other stuff. <laughs> but you gotta you gotta pay attention to what's going on in the background, like the posters that are on the wall there's a lot of really like uh uh what do you call it cicada 3031 and the references to the israeli uh whatever that is 8000 and whatever it is group and stuff you'll see you'll see posters like like the the israeli intelligence group there's like a poster in one of the episodes where it was like they were holding a concert for all the dark deep state people to attend or whatever i mean it's just there's a lot of subtle shit in the background you got to catch so if you if you get a chance i mean it'll It'll definitely help take the edge off over the holidays. I'll tell you that. I'll do it down, so down. about the about the budget, about the budget. Uh, there's so much said about the budget. I know uh, on your show yesterday, which was excellent, by the way, and then uh, a couple times this week, uh, you you uh, V and CJ have gotten into the whole thing about the budget. And I know that Discord's been blown up about the budget and a lot of detail about we're approaching almost a trillion dollars just on uh, wonderful the military spending. Yeah, um, you know what's jumping so at just this to, point? Go ahead. The mm. amount of uh, countries that are looking for do- dollar alternatives, I have never seen it. It, it is incredible how fast they're right now. It's like you know everyone is hunting for like dollar alternatives right now. It's crazy. Algeria just announced they're joining the BRICS. Yes, and, and so goes Algeria. So goes the rest of North Africa. It's un- unreal. Well, and, and uh, on that on that topic, uh, just a reminder, everybody, the, the United States has not really had a, a truly balanced budget since probably the 1970s, and we spend more than we bring in every year, 
and we've been doing so for decades now. Even during the hallowed era of the 1980s and Ronald Reagan's administration, we were able to keep the deficit under control for a while in the 1980s because what happened was both the Republicans and the Democrats started tapping the Social Security Reserve Funds to prop up our, our spending, but they exhausted it. So one of the reasons why our entitlements are unfunded and why that situation is even more dire than it should be is because of that. And like I said, there's a bunch of stuff folks have been posting to Discord. I'll not, I'll not go there. That's all out there. Um, I had a economist at Notre Dame speak once on topics like this, and I, I was always kind of interested by his narrative about where he said, you know, Greece and Italy, among others for years, were able to monetize their debt. And when the 2008 economic crisis struck, uh, they realized after joining the euro, they could no longer leverage the tool economists call monetizing their debt, which put another way is you reduce the value of your currency to the point nobody wants to hold your debt and everybody just kind of shrugs and lets it expire. or It goes on the back burner as, as low value debt. And as soon as the mm-hmm. coast was clear, countries like Italy and Greece would, would start allowing their currencies to regain value. So the thing is, is when you control your own currency, <clears throat> you can run up debt in ways that countries that are part of the European Union cannot cannot do. And the United States is now running trillions of dollars of deficits because not only do we control our own currency, but it's also the de facto exchange currency to V's point about the dollar. Now, we've covered weekly on Rogue and Crypto Cowboy covers this a lot and so does V. The future of the dollar is now in doubt. So we have to remember these people always have a plan. We know a day is coming that the dollar is not going to be the de facto global currency benchmark anymore. And it's not like the United States is going to start actually paying on trillions of dollars of debt. So you know they've already figured a way out of that. And the way out of that is the digital economy. It's where they're going to redefine what currency or money actually is and what constitutes debt. They're going to give themselves a mulligan yet again. So as I saw, you know, the various articles and prognostications about what's what's in the budget, what got increased, certainly the CDC and the NIH got more money. Um, the thing that's lost in translation <clears throat> is that, of course, we're going crazy right now, running up even more debt than we ever have, because the people that are actually in control know where the hell this is going. So on the, on the uh, topic of Twitter, um, why did Elon Musk, or more accurately, the people he works for, release these batches of information by topic and in increments. Uh, In my opinion, first, because to do it all at once would have overwhelmed people. Second, they're releasing them by topic to help people digest the data. And if you think Musk and those who manage him didn't know this stuff was going on at Twitter before they bought it uh, and were prepared for these releases in advance, I have a bridge in Brooklyn I'd like to sell you. Um, As we've covered on other programs, we have to remember that Twitter was weaponized long ago, but it's a function of degree and which country. Now, where was it most weaponized? Saudi Arabia. This gets into a number of topics, including but not limited to what really happened in Vegas a number of years ago with the the whole shooting. Um, Basically, Twitter was the pressure valve in Saudi society. There's a number of reasons for that. We covered it on on, on another show. 
The U.S. Department of Defense has been busily scrubbing pages for weeks, by the way, to try and eliminate their ties to Twitter and specifically cyber operations. Now, this isn't a Trump endorsement. It's just a comment. I love how Musk took a shot at Adam Schiff this week, given Schiff's committee positions, whether Schiff knew about these PSYOPs operations and whether or not he was involved. It was probably mm. one of the most solid shots to the chin uh, by anyone of late at, at Adam Schiff. And I would also tell you, as is often the case, to me, it's a warning shot to a lot of other people in Washington that I know exactly which of you have been doing what relative to the U.S. intelligence community and what was going on at Twitter. I'm hitting Schiff in the jaw to put you all on notice. I got another swing aimed right in your direction. If any of you start getting too saucy about what's going on at Twitter. Mm. So as we often say here on the show, the reference to Babylon 5, giants in the playground, folks. We have to continue to stay on top of what's going on and stay mobile and stay out from under these people. Uh, a bit about Brendan O'Connell. Um, he's had some interesting ideas of late, and <laughs> I don't want to say it's it's like inside job, but but he's had some things of late he's been talking about where I had to scratch my head and say, okay, even for you, that's a bit out there. However, <laughs> it's got just enough believability to it that I'm, I'm rubbing my chin going, it could be. Um, so one of the things that O'Connell has, has zeroed in <clears throat> on of late was, as he said, there's a backstory to Trump's big announcement. Uh, where he instead turned out, you know, trading cards. Um, O'Connell's take on it was, as he said, that was um, damage control. That, in fact, what Trump's big announcement was going to be was data he had on the Kennedy assassination. Hmm. So they sent Kanye and Nick Fuentes and Jared Kushner over there to threaten him and shut him up. And whatever they had was enough to make him back off. So he went with an alternative option, which was, I have these trading cards. Then right on time, Tucker Carlson runs a piece about JFK. Now, I'm not saying Brendan's correct, but, but a lot of things he raises, it just has the right degree of believability given the players, and it is worth considering. Um, by the way, when Saddam Hussein set fire to Kuwait's oil wells in 1991, how did we put those fires out? Well, in most cases, we used explosives. I know it sounds contradictory, but it works. Sometimes you put out the damage caused by an explosion with another explosion. Mm -hmm. So what are our facts? The White House releases the files suddenly out of the blue, claiming only 3% remain, which is bullshit. Huh. The Mexico angle is the focus of the storyline of, of they've used for years of, well, we couldn't release the files because we're trying to protect sources and relationships with other countries, which is also bullshit. I mean, seriously, we're... Our relationship with Mexico is so critical that we couldn't we couldn't acknowledge that the president of Mexico at that time was working with U.S. intelligence to keep an eye on Oswald. That's also bullshit. Tucker Carlson, a known former CIA asset, uses Fox News to attack the people the audience doesn't trust, and down the memory hole we go. Another thing about that topic is, is that for some time, uh, O'Connell has felt that although he's damaged goods and is a problem, that the movement behind Donald was probably the best way to cause change in the country, even if, if <laughs> Donald was a bit of a loose cannon. Um, he has changed his position on that. Uh, he feels that at this point, we've had a jump the shark moment. Uh, he feels that at this point, Trump is now so compromised or, or hemmed in, he's out of the game at this point. And yeah. he's not endorsing the following, but... <clears throat> 
O'Connell's point is is that the um, Kissinger crowd and the Atlantic Council pretty much are, are running the game the way they want it to go, which is they're going to run DeSantos in 2024, and he's going and DeSantos is going to win. Mm. And I've alluded on prior shows about how information, in some cases very very damning, can be carefully released to distract attention from other things. It's the classic move in Hollywood or any high-profile person where, quote, yes, this actor was caught speeding and got into a bad accident and hurt some people, and the hurt people will all get new cars and have their medical bills covered, and the actor's very sorry. However, we're not going to talk about the fact that the actor was also having sex with underage girls because that's why we had the car accident was to cover up the underage sex. Uh, O'Connell's been digging into the following again. Could be true, could be not. But he feels Epstein, John Luke Brunel, Peter Nygaard, and things like that, that those operations were allowed to be compromised for a reason. Same thing with money laundering. Uh, our attention obviously has been focused on SBF and all of that. We have at least five major crypto traders who've all died suddenly. Yep. Um, we have the whole dust up earlier this year, kind of to go down the memory hole a bit. We had that whole dust up earlier this year where the, the uh, mayor of Seoul, South Korea, killed himself because of his involvement with high-end prostitution being exposed. And of course, in my book, if you tell me high-profile high prostitution's involved, I'm going to tell you blackmail's involved. Yes. And whatever the hell was going on in Korea was something so worse that that death was better than that disclosure. So the guy killed himself. We have a laundry list of things that are breaking down or being exposed. In Brendan's <laughs> opinion, he feels this is a controlled this is a controlled release of information to hide things that are even more incendiary. We we will see. I do have some uh, content for a future show about kind of the back and forth of what I feel is the London Corporation versus some people in a region of the world that is loosely known as the Levant. Uh, mm -hmm. You might also call <laughs> that Tel Aviv. Uh, I've got I've got. Uh, some detail for a future show on that, that that we'll get into. Now, the second second half of what I'm covering today is is uh, some uh, I'll kind of walk you through some options, and then we'll we'll go into some websites and things that that might be of help to you. Um, also, keep in mind about our current situation. You know, every time in human history, efforts like this begin among the world's elites. It almost always blows up in their face. <laughs> the, the revolutions of 1848 in Europe, uh, World War One, World War Two, it, it never works out the way they think it's going to. Now, it doesn't mean in any way, shape or form that each and every one of us doesn't need to actively manage the situation. And if my relatives had stayed in Russia in 1917 just to see how things turned out, uh, I'm pretty sure my family would be extinct at this point. Yeah, you wouldn't be here, and, buddy. <laughs> I would not be here. You wouldn't be I here. I would not be here. I <laughs> Regardless of what language I was speaking, I would not be here. Um, and to Gus's point this week, and I know V has alluded to it, um, you know, you may need to move to the Midwest. You may need to move elsewhere. This is a fluid situation. I know. I know. Crypto Cowboy has a has a view, as we see in consulting. He had a view on that uh, on on his program this week as well. And it's it's hard. I know it's hard because it's it's. Uh, I mean, I you know I've alluded to it on prior shows. I I can see my relatives sitting in St. Petersburg, rubbing their temples, thinking, "My God, we have to actually leave the country." I mean, holy shit, we've been here for fifteen hundred years, and now we've got a bail. And yeah. where the hell are we going to go? <laughs> the United States? They don't even know what they're doing over there. Um, <laughs> but anyway. Uh, <laughs> We, we've just we've just got to stay on top of this stuff and make the best decisions we can for you know each and every one of us. Um, 
and and with that, uh, you know, we you have to be uh, on a little bit of an esoteric note. We have to be our own light in this world sometimes, and we equally have to see these people for what they are. So so with that, uh, V, if you if you play that Star Trek clip, I I uh, sent. Sure. In one second. Sometimes you go got to go with the classics, folks. Oh, this is a clip. Videos unavailable. Uh, oh, YouTube disabled on. it, man. You're kidding. Yeah, no. Watch, I'll show you. Oh my god, the man. See, video unavailable. Wait, hold on. Holding. What the hell is going on here? All right, hold on. Sides and vegetable dishes baked all together in the same oven at 425 just 30 minutes. so you can perfect your family's favorite every time what's going on here we'll bake 425 same oven you need to hit skip time. yeah hold on no get out of there skip right here it is yeah start it right started at yeah started at minute three a minute three okay keep going <laughs> minute three That's good. That's good. Tommy's father would have destroyed you. But he recognized you too late. Uh, you were also too late. The kind ones always are. Not always, Gorgon. Not this time. You can't hide from them. They see you as we see you. They know what you are. Even the children learn. You are my future generals. Together it's Klaus Schwab as the Gorgon. Followers. Go to your post. The first great victories are upon us. You will see. We have millions of friends on Marcus 12. We shall exterminate all who oppose us. Our purity of purpose cannot be contaminated by those who disagree, who will not cooperate, who do not understand. They must be annihilated. Don't be afraid. Look at him. Without you, children, he's nothing. The evil remains within him. I command you. I command you. Do your post. Carry out your duties, or I will destroy you. You will be swept aside to make way for the strong. How ugly he really is. Look at him. And don't be afraid. That's good. Gene Roddenberry was so. A yeah, there's uh, he was, and uh, you know, just uh, another message there from our friends at the <laughs> World Economic Forum, the Council on Foreign Relations, the Atlantic Council, the Club of Rome, and the list goes on. Um, you have to see them for what they are. So some of this is going to be a little bit of a repeat, folks, and that's fine. Uh, sometimes we got to revisit uh, a number of these things. 
So, uh, burner or disposable phones. Uh, there's a couple of places where you can buy one, everything from a flip phone to an actual smartphone. Uh, I recently noticed my local grocery store uh, chain sells them for actually fairly reasonable prices. Um, quite a few of them can be had for less than $50. Um, pretty much anywhere you go where a uh, retailer has money orders or similar cash transfers. Now, there's, there's no other way to say this. With so many people in the United States that are migrant labor, I don't know how else we want to say this. Um, they've got to they've got to send money home, uh, and quite frankly, even my colleagues from India that are here in the United States that I worked with out on the West Coast or other parts of the United States, when they travel to the United States uh, because of the situation in India, they do not actually have the ability to get credit cards the way we do. They use debit cards, so they always have to pay for stuff in advance. Uh, with a debit card for like hotel rooms and things and wait until it clears before they can actually stay at a hotel or make use of various services. So there's a lot of places across the United States that, you know, are trying to fill a need for these folks where it's like everything from cash transfers or money orders or other things for folks that are not U.S. citizens to be able to move money around or what have you. And one of those things is uh, also, because I remember this from my telecom days, uh, any of the phones or similar that they have in their native countries may not be compatible with our uh, networks. And so it's just easier for them to, to get a phone here in the United States and get one of those little cards to put, to put minutes on it. Uh, large truck stops as well off the highway is another um, way to do this. Now, my recommendation is, is, is always pay for these things in cash. And it's the same thing when you buy the cards that let you put time uh, on that phone. Also pay for those in cash. That way the whole thing is kind of off the grid. Um, you know, these these resources are already in place, folks. I mean, so you might as well take advantage of it if this is something that appeals to you. Same thing with debit cards. Uh, there are these, you know, paid for debit cards that you can buy. Um, always buy those in cash if you can. Um, from a uh, anonymity standpoint, or at least improving your anonymity out there with your cell phone, get yourself a Faraday bag. Uh, they sell them at Amazon, among other places. Uh, equally, putting your phone in airplane mode uh, will keep you dark on the network. Now, that can be brand dependent, but I've seen enough of the articles on IT uh, websites for my industry and things where they've tested various phones and it's like, nope, you know, the, the phone when it's in airplane mode is completely dead. There's no there's no signal. There's no nothing. Um, and honest to God, you're <laughs> I know this sounds strange. You're better off putting the phone in airplane mode than you are turning it off. Yeah. Honest to God. True. So the other thing, too, is resources and books. I recently discovered, and I'm sure you'll all be shocked. Um, what do you call it? That there is a plethora of new books on Amazon and other places with titles like Frugal Living. Um what do you call it? Uh, pull up a popular title on one of those books, and you'll also find other books where people have purchased. You know, it's like, well, if you're interested in this book, uh, there's been popularity of these related, you know, materials and stuff on that matter. It's worth taking a look. The other thing too is, is, is no need to buy it. I mean, go to your local library, find the same books, or ask for it on an interlibrary loan. Um, going to cover this one a little bit more down the road. Uh, Catherine Austin Fitz, as far as your financial world is concerned, she's now providing a series of shows on a network called Financial Rebellion. I will post the link on Discord. And they've got a series of shows that focus on each topic. Obviously, her biggest um, uh, area of focus is just like the easiest thing you can do to stick it to our friends in Switzerland uh, is every time you buy something where possible use cash 
because we have to remember every time you get your bank card or your credit card, all that data is going into a big system somewhere. Uh, I've joked about this on prior shows, but it's like periodically, if I'm using the the grocery store's uh, you know customer ID number to to get a couple bucks off on whatever I'm buying, periodically I buy a product that in a million years my my family would never use, like baby food or something, because it throws off all their it throws off all their algorithms. <laughs> um, one of one of her other things is is, and I know we've mentioned this before, the topic of credit unions. Uh, they still are one of your better bets, uh, you know. And Gus has said this often: why give money to the very people trying to enslave us? I mean, do what you can. You probably can't move your whole financial universe, you know, over to a credit union, but every little bit helps. Um, important, review the governance and the management of that um, credit union before you, you do business with them. Uh, I hate to go there, but um, what do you call it? In the book I covered on uh, the Franklin scandal. Um, in a couple of the cases like human trafficking and similar that have been busted, it's been realized later that some of the presidents of some of these kind of shadier credit unions uh, are involved with some nefarious crap. Now, in my area, I'm kind of lucky because I've got some credit unions that are established by large corporations in the area or even uh, the U.S. military. Of course, what's funny is, is I've, I've done people where I live who are like, well, I'm not a member of the military. I can't use that credit union. It's like, yeah, yes, you can. Just go walk in there and open an account. Right. So give it a look. Um, organizations. Uh, you know, I know a lot of folks are looking for a way to make it feel like either they're making a difference or they're involved in something or just getting getting as much information that, that can help them as possible. Um, some are local to where you live, some are national. Uh, your time and funding can provide a lot of help as well as campaigning on their behalf. Uh, Veterans for Kids, uh, also known as, as the letter V, the number four uh, VC group. Um, there's countless other groups out there who provide training to at-risk groups in the area, meals, helping the elderly, et cetera. Uh, the other thing too, is I know we often talk about it and people kind of, kind of chuckle, but it's like, in all seriousness, how many of you have ever attended a local government meeting, uh, or local police organizations who have community debriefings on how to protect your property, uh, or your kids from being compromised on their cell phones, um, I've attended a number of these, both with my local police department as well as the sheriff's organization, just because, you know, have you ever met any of the police officers in your area? Um, it can help, <laughs> you know, getting to know some of these cops. I've even bumped into a couple of them at the grocery store or whatever, and we've done the fist bump um, because, you know, I've met them at, at meetings about, you know, how to protect your kids from stalking or, or other things. Plus, the other thing, too, is it's like they've had a lot of help reminding people like look just put a no trespassing sign in your yard uh if you start having problems it's it's no we're not giving them a warning we're putting them in the back of the car if there was a, a visible no trespassing sign on your property um some things about about maintaining where you live especially given the weather that just rolled through much of the country um if you've got a disruption to your utilities you may find your water heat or pilot light goes out uh, or, or related. Uh, how many of you out there, honest to God, properly know how to light a pilot light? Now, there's usually a big instructions card on your water heater or similar, but have you ever done it before? Um, because I've, I was actually helping a friend recently where there's like a little burner plate underneath the bottom of your water heater, but the pilot light's off to the side. So I'm, I'm watching them with a big extended match and they keep putting, you know, they're holding down the button that you're supposed to, and they're putting the flame over the burner, and they're like, it's not lighting. And I'm like, 
quickly move the flame a little to the right and they moved it to the right and there's a big you know as the flame lit but there's all that gas that built up in there you know and they're like well wait a minute and i said the pilot light's off to the side so i said well while you were holding the match over the burner nothing was happening but the cavity was building up with gas you're lucky you didn't burn your your eyebrows off so uh you know it's worth figuring these things out now or taking a look with a flashlight to see in your own home how how you do these things and you know you don't want to be figuring this out in the dark um how many flashlights do you have in your house? Do you have one on every floor? What's your battery situation for said flashlights? Um, I've got some small camping LED lights that, that can provide a fair amount of light in a room if I need them. Um, also, the regular and the, the brighter output Siolume uh, uh, light sticks, uh, in case you have a gas leak or similar. Uh, I've also got glow sticks in red and orange, which I keep in the car in case there's some sort of roadway uh, issue going on. And I'll also post that link after the show on uh, on Discord. So I've got a oh yeah. Uh, as far as or, the other organizations I mentioned, there's a group called Legal Insurrection. This is the group that helped the family with the Oberlin College uh, thing. Uh, there's Veterans for Child Defense V4CD. They have their own Discord page. Uh, in fact, the Veterans for Protecting Kids. Uh, have now developed a national vetting process where they'll train you online and then you can help them in both monitoring and interdiction efforts to stop human trafficking. And I've been quite surprised. They've got in their Discord page, they've got a little, a little <clears throat> pardon me, option for every U.S. state where people are organizing and so on. Uh, that's some pretty powerful stuff. So with that, V, if you'll start with the uh, Private Equity Hub website, and we'll we'll work through the different websites. Okay, coming right up. Thank you, sir. And also, due due to the weather, folks, I know that the the internet's a little wonky in certain parts, so so bear bear with us as, as we pull these up. So the Private Equity Hub website, uh, I've shown this one before. Uh, but if you ever want to keep an eye on what's going on in the world of private equity or what they think is important, this, this is an excellent website. Yes, you will have to pay to get on here, uh, but at least you can see the topics of what they're covering. Uh, and there's, there's other, detail, other detail out there. I mean, they, they identify who are the major private equity firms, what are they investing in. Um, I will say that this website did recently have some coverage about how the whole, and I know you were covering it, I think, yesterday, V., how the ESG topic is starting to fall apart. Yeah. Uh, because because they're losing, <laughs> how many times have I said it, folks? Uh, they're losing money. So it's like yep. we, may, we may want to reconsider this. So if you'll go to the second one, V. The second one, site? Yeah, the uh, Intel. Oh, okay. This one's called cryptome.org. Now, I do have to say, folks, if you are ever using this website, okay, and I'll post these to the Discord page. Um but if you ever use this Cryptome uh, website, uh, please make sure you're using a VPN. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Um, this, is, this is a good website for um, pretty much everything in the intelligence community that's rumor or innuendo out there. Uh, as you scroll down through this, there's, there's a lot of different resources oh, wow. and things here. And it's, yeah, and it's broken out by date. You've got the case summary on the Julian Assange thing. Um, but there's a lot of other topics that they cover, um, how the CIA recruited journalists, uh, th this, I mean, it's a public site. This is not the dark web. I want to be very clear about that. That said, 
use a VPN if you're on there. Uh, just exercise a little caution. Uh, the next one is Marco Polo, USA.org. This is a website that provides a lot of detail about corruption and blackmail that's going on out there, which, you know, obviously a, a, a somewhat parallel to this would be uh, Crazy Days and Nights. But this is a nonprofit group. And uh, if you'll scroll down, uh, oh, look, it's the Biden laptop. Uh, it's the Larry Ray sex cult. It's the pandemic. Uh, wow. Look at all that. Hunter's bills. This is, I, I know I've joked with all of you about this, but this is like when I hear people tell me, well, it's, it's like Jeff Epstein's uh, phone book, uh, you know, his little black book. I mean, are we ever going to see it? And as I told all of you in a prior show, it's like, well, I've got a copy of it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh my God, Velas, how the hell did you get it? Yeah, it's called, uh, you reach out to the prosecutor's offices of Caribbean nations that are trying to recover assets. And as a friend of ours of the show, who's very good with the legal system, would tell you, uh, you ask them, what public information have you all posted about that case? <clears throat> oh, well, it's right here on our, on our legal website for our little island nation. Well, thank you very much. I'll, I'm downloading the file as we speak. Um, the next one is capitaltrades.com. I think I got this one from V. Uh, this is about um, what uh, investments various elected officials uh, are investing in. And the reason why I bring this up is not just the normal purient interest in uh, the bad people in Washington, but uh, I mean this quite sincerely. I know a financial advisor uh, who lives near where I live, and I showed them this website as a joke in a bar, and their eyes got as big as sauces, and they're like, send that to me. They're like, I want to see what they're investing in because that's that's a great shortcut for me to look at how I, I plan my, my clients' portfolios. Because <laughs> he, he looked me right in the eye and he goes, because there's, no there's no way on earth these people are losing any money. So he's like, <laughs> I want to see what they're investing in. Uh, the next one up is uh, uh, dirt.com. This is the high-end real estate uh, website. And the link I gave V should take us straight to a new mansion that Bill Gates just bought. Nice. Yes. Um, there it is. Uh, it also <laughs> reminds it reminds me of Elon Musk, uh, understandably saying, uh, "You know, I, I'm you're stalking me if you're if you're following where my flights are going, even though yes, it's public yeah. information." Um, we've gone to Mauve. Yeah. Let me reload that. I think. Uh... When you try to go through the gallery, it's not showing me the gallery. So let me, let me do that again. Sue Woo's, I'll, I'll post uh, these websites on Discord. Yeah. There we go. It's, God, uh, only 43 million. Get me two. Only 43 million, man. I love the furniture. Yeah, I so yeah, the good thing about dirt, the dirt website is, is, is it will show you everything from senior corporate executives to Hollywood moguls to whomever. And it's just, I mean, it's again, it's public domain information. There's no other way to say it. It's public domain information. Um, but you know, it's kind of interesting to, to note, uh, I had a, a person I knew who I gave this website to and they started, they started cross-checking who lives near each other. And, and, uh, as is often the case in these situations where it's like <clears throat> people who on TV are, uh, avowed enemies are actually two doors down from each other and their kids go to the same school. So it's like, yeah, uh, 
Yeah, they're very avowed. <laughs> yeah, the, dra the drama continues. Yeah. So in the in the vein of legal websites, the the first one up is is called pacer.uscourts.gov. Uh, I've shown this one before. Um, the Pacer website was given to me by a friend at LexisNexis in some things I was trying to deal with. Uh, I had a lawyer yell at me in a court case saying that I wasn't allowed to have access to this site because um, I'm not an attorney. And I barked back that it's a public website. And if for $35, I can get access to it at no time did anybody ask me whether or not I'm a lawyer. And the judge is like basically reading the paper going, move on, move on. This is a non-issue. Um, <laughs> the beauty of Pacer is, is that when you're looking up information about a business or a person or whatever, uh, in my situation, I was researching a person and this thing will pull every legal record anywhere in the United States about that person. I was dealing with somebody that may have been moving money outside my state into other states or other assets under other names. And I, through other websites that I have that are very good, I was running into a brick wall on a number of occasions. And a friend of mine at LexisNexis goes, oh, it's not your thing, but lawyers always go to Pacer. You got to go to Pacer. And I'm like, oh, okay. So it's like, I forget what it is. It's like 35 bucks to get in. And then once you're in, uh, depending on, on what information you're pulling. In some cases, you can just pull it straight up and it's free. In other cases, if you want to click print and make it create a PDF document for you or actually print it out to your printer, it's, you know, five cents a page or whatever it might be. Now, if you're looking up, I'll tell you this much, uh, you got to love the folks out in California. If you're looking up anything that's California related on Pacer, uh, California always charges you um, because they're bankrupt. Um, but a lot of other states, the information's just free. And the other thing, by the way, it's very handy about this is, is that if you're looking up, especially an individual or a business on Pacer, uh, if they've ever filed bankruptcy in any U.S. state, not just yours, this will pull it up. So that can come in handy. And, and I think I mentioned on a prior show, I'm dead serious about this. Uh, and I'm not, you know, calling out women, but it's it's a lot of women uh, are obviously more concerned in the dating world about making sure they're safe. Um, I, I've actually read articles about women using Pacer to look up men they're dating or, or others they're dating to make sure that they're not, they're not dating somebody who's wanted. Um, <laughs> wanted for rape. <laughs> the uh, Well, not just that, but it's like, Sexual you know, five, five or six five or six past marriages you know nothing about and uh you know uh tends to prey on on women to get their assets the next one up is injunctions a favorite topic of a friend of the show um hold on. gilbert nowak very funny by pfizer oh right, yeah u.s courts all right i have the right one okay give me one second sure there you go there you go so this is how to request an injunction, um, which a friend of the show has quite rightly pointed out on a, a number of occasions that that um, an injunction is is something that you can file. Uh, you have to go through the procedure, but that's why you go to these types of websites. And there's also a friend of the court who quite rightly has pointed out that, um, and I know the court topic makes everybody nervous, and that's why it's it's important that you just research these things and understand what your rights are. I know the old joke about the person who goes into court and self-represents themselves has a, uh, what is it, a, a, a fool for a client and an idiot for a lawyer. Um, but when it comes to simple legal matters or just causing uh, 
everything from eminent domain matters to, to where the city is trying to take your, your property to expand a local road near you or whatever it might be. An injunction is a way to stop that activity long enough to allow things to get into court and get resolved. So again, it's just important that you understand how does the process work, so at least you're, you're aware of it. Uh, the next one down, uh, V, the How to Win in Court website. Thank you. Pretty straightforward website. You can tell by how it's laid out. And there's a lot of websites like this. But this, you know, and you, <laughs> you don't necessarily need to go in without a lawyer per se. However, as somebody who's been in the courts as long as I have, and I didn't want to be, um, it's important to understand the way the legal system works and what your own attorney's motivations are. I mean, I've had some, I mean, I've had very good relationships with most of the lawyers, I've, well, all the lawyers I've ever worked with, but I've also had some conversations with them a couple times outside the courtroom where I'm like, look, I know billable hours is your thing and um, we're wrapping this thing up. There's, there's no point in continuing with this legal matter. Um, so again, this walks you through the how, the what, et cetera. Uh, you can find this handy, and, and I'll post all these uh, later. Um, I'm going to skip the next two. I'll post them to the Discord site. These are um, Find Legal Forms and uh, the Bouvier Law Notes website. These are basically terms and terminology so that you're not confused by the different fancy words the courts use in Sunburn. Uh, same thing with how to incorporate a business on Legal Zoom. It's a fairly well-known website. And then my personal favorite, I'll also post the Federal Fraud website. Uh, there are a million kinds of fraud that you can turn somebody in for. Um, Cyfredo76, I will post it to uh, Pacer. I will post that to uh, Discord. So, and there's Federal Fraud now. Um, I've actually used this website um, with an individual that falsely filed... Um, uh, bankruptcy uh, and disposition of assets in a way that was like <laughs> the court they were in was like this isn't our venue like we acknowledge that this person's done bad shit but we we can't do anything because it's just not our venue <laughs> so my response was that's fine <laughs> and I went and filed with treasury and said and of course, you know, the funny thing about, about the federal government is, is boy, boy, they love to see documentation from other federal agencies or other uh, courts. Uh, it's like when I've uh, performed consulting for federal agencies and I've got some fed looking at me, especially like at the deputy director level saying, please, God, don't tell me what you're proposing is like the first time a federal agency's done this. It's like, do you know how hard it is to be the first person in government to ever do anything? And it's like, no, no, don't worry. Coast Guard did this and the Air Force did this. Oh, shit, why didn't you say so? Okay, great. We'll just we'll go to our superiors and say, it's not us. Others have done this before. It's the same thing here. If you go into these guys and just say, hey, I've got some court records and some court documents, uh, you'd be amazed how fast they move. And uh, they did move. And they did go after the person. And they did recover 30% of the monies. So it, it can be a moneymaker. I mentioned about this particular uh, process uh, on a prior show. I said uh, there's, there's a law firm down in Florida, folks, that they, they, they don't even go into court. It's, it's three lawyers <laughs> sitting around a table, and all they do every year is just go through the books. They've got a couple of, of uh, accountants and forensics accountants, and they go through the public records of major corporations and find – where the discrepancies are in the numbers and they turn them into the government. And these, these guys make millions of dollars a year. They never go into a courtroom. 
they never, you know, uh, need to meet with clients. All they do all year is just go through public financial information of firms they know are, are I wouldn't use the word cook in the books, but the books aren't entirely making sense. And of course, what kills me is, is that the Treasury Department could do this themselves. But it's part of that whole hidden world that we live in where it's like this stuff goes on behind the scenes all the time where the Treasury Department's like, why should we sp <laughs> why should we spend our good money on investigating people for crimes that is the charter of our agency when we can just wait on these three lawyers down in Florida to go tell us everybody we should go bust? Uh, I think one I think one year I think one year these guys down in Florida made like like twenty million dollars or something in, in money in money they got back. And of course, via you know as well as I do that uh uh our friend from the devil or Lucifer's banker, yep. uh Brad yep. you know, yeah. I mean he he turned in the government on the government and right after they still arrested him. Yeah. But right after he got out of prison, he ended up I forgot what the hell it was. The government paid him like a hundred million dollars or something. Hundred and fifty million dollar payout. Yeah, which then he used to help educate people on how to turn in the government. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's buy that man a beer, and and he, he's living he's living a very comfortable life in Malta right now. Brad, I gotta have him on. Oh, Malta, yeah. So much goes on in Malta. Oh, lots goes on in Malta. Malta. Okay, and, folks. Well, that's yeah. good. Well, yeah, and, and Sardinia and uh, Albania and Monaco. all the. And All the big names. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, yes. Well, and that's why the, uh, again, folks, if, if it's not your world, it's it's just stuff you don't know. Uh, that's why the whole Panama paper thing. Uh, I've got some friends in the legal. <laughs> I'm using air quotes here on this side of the, of the show. I've got some friends down in Florida uh, who uh, work in the legal community and who jokingly told me that was just one law firm who's private records were stolen down in Panama City, in Panama, the country of Panama, uh, where all that detail came out about the royal family laundering money and this, that, and the other, of course, which, you know, Dr. Evil, uh, pinky finger to my lips, uh, begs the question, well, who's powerful enough to have known those records were there and to do something about it? Well, whoever is in opposition to the London Corporation, and that's not you and me, but that might be some people in the Levant area uh, off the Mediterranean um, or similar. Uh, but my friends in Florida made the comment to me where they said, but that was just one law firm. How many other law firms, you know, they're looking at me with that knowing, knowing expression on their face saying, do you know how many other law firms in Panama are doing the same shit. This is like, you know, what V and I are talking about, whether it's Malta or some of these other countries. It's like everyone is laundering money and everyone is laundering money in the same places and everyone knows who is laundering what money where because that's just the nature of what they do. So it's like, why was that specific law firm in Panama nailed the way it was? Because if that's not your shtick, you don't, you don't know that you're laundering money out of Panama. And of course, why was that all quickly swept under the rug? Well, not to go there, but it's like, who was running Panama for years on our payroll, payroll, Manuel Noriega? And who was he involved with? Well, the U.S. intelligence community moving narcotics and laundering the money through Panama. So it's that age-old thing of, 
well, why in the public interest are you not allowing us to investigate all this corruption and stuff that went on? And it's like, we have no problem with the corruption you're reporting on. It's if you keep digging into it, you're going to find our corruption and that we can't have. So therefore we've got to, it's like Epstein. We can only let you go so far when it comes to that topic. You can't go through the third door because if you go through the third door, you're going to, you're going to see stuff that we can only explain to you on, on shows like, uh, what do you call it? The, the show I mentioned at the, at the opening of the show. Yeah. But uh, V, any, uh, any items for you before we, we wrap up and wish yeah, everybody a Merry Christmas? Th- th- there was something that ran across my desk that Google is freaking out about. And uh, I'm just, just right now, just deep di- trying to, you know, trying to scratch the surface on this. It's a, you heard of a, a open, uh, uh, oh, what's it called? I think it's called open chat. Uh, open secrets. No, it's called, uh, let me see here. This is like, dude, Google's like on code red because of this. So open really? chat GPT. A chat GPT. And it was launched no. by uh, an open source initiative. And literally, it's a straight up AI. I'm, I'm futzing around with it right now. Chat GPT optimizing, uh, optimizing language models for dialogue. They have uh, chat GPT, which is a it, 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 it's an AI that is super powerful in getting answers for you very quickly, all right? Faster than Google, better than Google, and Google's freaking out about it, and it's completely free and open source. They are panicking about this about this technology. Oh, wait a minute. I think I know about this because Patrick Ryan on his – I told you, everybody on the show, I told you all that a couple of weeks ago, Patrick Ryan opened up a very brief window where it's like if you, if you click now, you can get into my Discord channel. Uh, and it was like literally 100 people. Yeah. And I was like one of the last folks to slip under the door before it closed. Um, Ryan's page has been going off. It may be this, that – there are some open source apps out there that, um, what do you call it, that his fans, his followers, have been using that allow you to scan the internet and, and identify patterns and behaviors in postings that pretty much, it can be used for a lot of things like what you're showing here, V, but um, it, can, it can very quickly identify how many postings on a, on a uh, social media site are in fact bots and trace oh, back right, right. and tell you these bots are FBI, these bots are CIA or whatever it might be. And it's um, typical of Patrick Ryan. It isn't, for those of you who may be unfamiliar with Patrick, uh, Patrick on the one hand is always interested in uh, how do you discover certain things, but then door number two with Patrick 100% of the time is, and now how do I weaponize this to use it against the deep state? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So. And the cool thing with this, is it allows you to search for information and it's not selling your data. Which is pretty awesome, man. This is what Google's freaked out about. It's super powerful. Well, and I hate to go there, but this is so typical of the IT industry. I've seen this. Uh, you know, I've mentioned to all of you that I used to work for a firm that um, retailed uh, computer-aided design, computer-aided manufacturing, and product lifecycle management products. And a lot of those tools have some, um, you know, call them algorithms, call them math engines. But basically formulas and things inside the software that allow it to analyze curvatures and things and tell you if a particular product's going to have too much stress on a, on a wheel or whatever it might be. But the truth of the industry is, is that in a lot of cases, what tends to happen is, is that the math behind how that software works 
is basically the same code being used over and over and over again. And they sell, I'm not saying it's anything nefarious or illegal, but it's like a firm will come out and say, well, we have this new product that that enables the following. And it's like, but all you're doing is using the same software from 10 years ago and you tweaked it slightly to correct some of the errors. What V is talking about on your screen right now is completely radically different because what they've done is come up with something completely new. And it's a little outside my area of expertise. Well, it's a whole lot outside my area of expertise. But I know enough about Google to tell you that Google, not to be indelicate, Google hasn't really done shit in years. No, exactly. Oh, sure. They've got, yeah, they've, they've got they've Google documents. The they've got, yeah, they, their engines and the math behind how they operate is pretty much the same shit that the two guys came up with when they first established google now have they creatively used it yes have they kept their costs down yes have they enabled you to leverage microsoft tools effectively on their on their website and use use cloud-based capabilities yes and all of that's good stuff but the net of it is the heart of what they use is a bunch of aged shit and it's no different you hear this in consulting all the time where it's like you're using the same consulting analysis you used for the last five manufacturers and just changed our name at the top of the page when you build us $30 million for this assessment. What is amazing about what V is showing is, is these are folks who've come up with completely new stuff. And this is, to be candid, this is what Steve Jobs was really talking about. This is what the, the good side of Steve Jobs wanted Silicon Valley to be. Constant, massive, violent disruption. Yeah, to force new products, to force creativity, to not rest on just, we're reselling you the same Chevy Nova from 1976, but now it comes with a CD player. Uh, you know, and this is this is amazing stuff that V is showing you. It's, it's this really- is, I'm playing around with it right now on my phone. I'm blown away, man. Because look, DuckDuckGo is owned by Google. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Right? That's been revealed. Right. Um, a lot of the, the search engine, Google sucks as a search engine. It's absolute garbage. I've used in the past a uh, uh, Brave browser, but utilizing, instead of DuckDuckGo, I used, uh, oh, my, it was a European-based search engine, and they were okay, right? So all the search engines have been kind of all right. I'm messing around with ChatGPT on my phone right now, just installed it on my phone, just playing around with it. Dude, I'm pretty impressed. This damn thing is like is like typing out for me answers very quickly, and... Um, I mean, for instance, I put a FTX in money laundering, and and the thing is giving me an answer. It's important to know that any financial institution, including cryptocurrency exchanges, can potentially be used for money laundering. Money laundering is the, it says any cryptocurrency exchanges can potentially be used for money laundering, and it goes into it is spitting out this answer for me very quickly. This is pretty amazing. Go, so, folks, go to that chat GPT. Good. Yeah, and another another reason, folks, why this is important is, as I've alluded on other shows, and and we'll probably get into it on a, on a, on another program. I've shown you all a number of other search engines you can use or search websites you well, can use. I just remember also... Quant. It's called Quant. Quant is the search engine. Ah. Gotcha. Uh, and then the whole VPN thing. But I've also shown you that uh, on, on a prior show, I showed a number of websites you can use to bounce your search. I've done this myself when I'm operating on a, v, a VPN. To bounce your search off of like a, a search engine in another country. And then all of a sudden you're pulling up data inside your own country on websites from your own country that you didn't know were there because no matter which website you were using, there's no other way to say it. They're blocking you. And so like what V's talking about here is this is a, this is a tool that will help you find the websites or the data 
that is actually out there, but Google will not let you find it. You know, Yahoo will not let you find it as far as like, well, wasn't there that video on Yahoo? And it's like, yeah, and it's still there. But if you search under any possible configuration, it won't pull it up. You got to have the actual URL to get there. These are the types of tools that allow you to get straight to that kind of data. Look at this. You know, this is why I like Quant, because ever since DuckDuckGo went, went down in flames, right? Um, ever since DuckDuckGo sold out. Sold out. <laughs> and then, yeah, I hate them. So here's Quant. I put a WEF exposed. First thing up, WEF planning documents exposed. The new world order is boom. Here, WEF secret list exposed. You see how that that's arranging the search topic, right? Whereas if I go to Scroogle, not just that, not just that V, but are you noticing the second one? And that is such a hard way to find data on those places. It's Substack. Absolutely, it's exactly. a Substack. And see, the, folks, I'm telling you, man. Like, I mean, I'm on. Um, <laughs> Hold on as I open my phone. I'm on a Telegram channel for both um, Ryan Dawson at ANC. I've got um, Matthew Eretz page. Uh, I've got Patrick Ryan's Telegram uh, link. And oftentimes on those Telegram on my phone, someone will post an article that just for kicks and giggles is exactly what V is doing right now. I will try and find it six ways from Sunday. I will bounce it off of a server in Italy, hitting Britain and trying to backdoor my way into the United States. Can't find it to save my life. Like I have to have the link. Somebody's got to give me the link. You don't need that anymore when you're using tools like this. This is, this is really good stuff. I can see people in Switzerland right now coughing up their lattes. <laughs> they can see us. <laughs> I mean, just take a look at this. Here's here's Quant. Look at the search results. Amazing. This is what you want. And watch watch Scroogle. This is how garbage Scroogle is. It takes me directly. Wef exposed. Great reset. The world. This is, look at this. It's all. It's all. Pro. It took you to the Wef's website. Yeah. It's all pro <laughs> you know it's. Unbelievable. So that 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 yeah, that I, I I've used Quant for for years, and between using the Quant and then Chat GPT, which is really changing the game, it's a one-two punch, folks. It's really a one-two punch. Excellent stuff. Yeah, look at this. Wef exposed is, is the domain's actually for sale. Maybe I should buy it. That's cool, man. That's actually for sale. Hundred bucks. That isn't that cool. That's awesome. I $100? like hundred dollars. Hundred dollars. You buy webexposed.com. <laughs> great regret. Globalist Klaus Schwab exposed. Webexposed. Look beautiful. Just a lot of great information, man. Love Quant. Quant is so good. All right. Yeah, so play around with the folks. Quant, uh, GPT. Play around with it. See what you guys think. And uh, I will. And I will. Uh, I've got to reboot my computer, folks. But as soon as I get back online, I will start posting uh, the links uh, to the Velis Discord page and also the resources page of the things I showed today. And have a safe holiday. Uh, I wish you all minimal stress because we're all dealing with our relatives, and you know how that can get. Um, and especially for a number of us, uh, watch it with the weather <laughs> and don't get sick. Take your zinc and vitamin C. Uh, and then equally, uh, as we move into the New Year's uh, towards 
you know, we've still got one more holiday to hit. So yeah. uh, just be safe out there and, and uh, you know, enjoy your time with, with uh, family and have some food and relax. And uh, don't necessarily turn off Rogue News, but uh, turn off the TV and turn off, just turn off, just turn right. it all off. So anywho, V, uh, be venison. well, my friend. <laughs> Tastes kind of like bald eagle. Dude, I bought some ground venison. I seasoned that bad boy up. I'm going to have that with some brown rice. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, one of my one of my fraternity brothers took a deer one year up in up in uh, my neck of the woods, and and uh, they were trying to figure out what to do. And I I said I'll tell you what to do, and I threw down a can of um, sloppy Joe mix and barbecue sauce, Ooh. and a little and a little uh, brown sugar, and mm. one of the guys just handed me a tub of of uh, ground venison and goes, "You're on it, dude." <laughs> That's what's and up. man, we got. We got some, got some lettuce and some tomato, and we made some hellacious sandwiches. So hell yeah, that sounds delicious. I might do that. Screw the brown rice. I think I'll throw it on a on an everything bagel. Ooh. <laughs> 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 all right, everyone. Thank you all for listening. Merry Christmas, and to all a good night. <laughs>